safe to say that violent home invasions have been freaking us all out recently, but thankfully the police have been doing a great job of catching these crims. Two teenagers have been charged with attempted murder after they allegedly attacked a man in his home at St Lucia last month. Eight other teenagers were also charged over the home invasion. And the man at the centre of that attack's name is Aaron and he joins us now. Good morning, Aaron. Yeah, good morning. We've got to ask you, how are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> getting there slowly. It's three weeks now since I had my uh, home invasion. You know, it's really focused at the moment on the sort of physical and psychological recovery, really. Uh, it's a lot to think about. <clears throat> How did the intruders come to be in your home, mate? Precise circumstances have been coming in as subject of police investigation. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I mean, look, I, the first thing I know about people coming into the home was uh, I was lying in, in, in the bed next to my wife at about 1am and after hearing sort of some noises that were quite soft, um, I, I sort of made an assumption uh, there might have been an animal in the house. Um, and I happened to just open my eyes and there was a person in the bedroom. And then what happened? Did you jump up? What did you do? I've gone over this moment a million times in my head since. I'm not sure I put any real thought to it. I think if I maybe let fear set in, I might have sort of curled under the blankets. But I, um, I literally just jumped out of bed immediately. Uh, I felt vulnerable. Um, my wife was next to me. The thought that I had really was, I can't do anything to protect us. If I'm lying here, at least if I'm on my feet, I can have a go at protecting ourselves. So I jumped up and my instinct was just to make a lot of noise, yelling, using some expletives to get out of the house. The person sort of started running towards our balcony and, and I sort of just chased the person, making lots of noise. Not really knowing if you're going to try and tackle that person, but probably just to scare them out of the place. I think that was the plan. I, I mean, put it this way, there was no plan. It was instinct. Um, I look back now and think it was just pure instinct that having felt vulnerable lying in bed, just get up and make noise um, and, and try and get them out. Um, but it didn't end that way, though, did it? No. So, look, I recall watching the person leave the house onto our balcony and then literally jump over the balustrade. And I do distinctly remember thinking to myself, gee, that's going to be a problem for the person because it's a fairly uh, high sort of balustrade area. Yeah. And then I hadn't made it out onto the balcony and I just remember feeling this uh, excruciating pain in the sort of middle part of my right back and just fell to the floor. At that point in time, I just sort of felt around and I could just feel sort of blood squirting out like a hose, you know, be wide open gape in my back and... It was terrifying. I, I, I sort of had a moment of this could be it, you know. Um, this was the second intruder? Yeah, this, this is the second intruder. So putting the pieces together, I was sort of chasing the first intruder out of the house. Um, I didn't know there was a second person in the house. Yeah. Having spoken to my wife afterwards, she heard someone running upstairs. Um, so maybe the second intruder was downstairs, heard what was going on upstairs and, and raced up and then um, stabbed me in the back. <clears throat> Aaron, why you? Why your house? Lots of thoughts have gone through my mind and I've spoken to the police at length on this because it certainly worries me. I was so oblivious to what goes on in our streets prior to this and, and now I'm quite frightened by, in fact, what goes on in our suburbs. Um, this certainly wasn't something that was targeted towards me personally. It was opportunistic. You know, we have a, a real problem here in Brisbane with youth crime and these gangs come to suburbs in numbers. Um, they simply look for opportunity. And when they see an opportunity, they'll take it. And unfortunately, uh, one of the fellows who came into my house decided he'd bring quite a large knife um, and chose to use it. That's what really frightens me.
I don't recall what my wife was doing, but, um, you know, when I sort of collapsed to the ground, she was still in the bedroom and I sort of said, Darla, I'm in real, real trouble. Please get the ambulance here quickly. She came out and then saw the wound and all the blood. And so I really feel for her. She's had to sort of see all of that and deal with the aftermath of, you know, coming back to the home and cleaning up and having to look after me, who effectively I've been an invalid. I, I haven't been able to do the simple things in life because the injury for the last few weeks... Um, I don't need to give you the detail. (laughs) No, it's horrendous though. But an innocent family just sleeping in their safe space, which is their home. That is what the police say. They go through in the aftermath and teach you how to hopefully make you feel like your place is safe again. Are you feeling that? Not quite. I think that's because of the psychological impact of it. It's not necessarily the the home itself. The police have been wonderful. You know, we we did have police officers come and spend a couple of hours with us literally doing a home audit. He was wonderful. And and that's what you should do. I think everyone should do that. Just don't give these young criminals a sniff of an opportunity to get in your home. Because if you do, you never know what will happen. And it's not necessarily somebody else. It can potentially be you. That's the message, isn't it? I just never thought it would happen to me. And it has, um, I can't get back in time, I've got to live with it. I'm just trying to make sure that the people that I love and support and lots of people have reached out to, to me, I just sort of keep saying to them, take five minutes, you know, look after yourself in your own home and don't be ignorant to the fact that this is what goes on in the early hours of the morning in our streets. I know these feelings are going to linger for a while, but please do look after yourself and appreciate the great benefit you're bringing to other people by talking about it. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Aaron. Pleasure. Thank you. It's Robin Terry.